Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, 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 Welcome in, it is Jobbing Out, episode number 50. Hey, we made it. The golden anniversary. Hey, we made it. WWE gave us a hell of a present uh, there's no for doubt our about 50th that. show. No doubt about that. All right, it is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Which headphones are AJ's? He needs his headphones up. Uh, uh, my your mic. Good? Your mic? We need more yeah. of you? You sound all right. Right? You think so? No. You, can, you can boost them a little bit. You can boost them Yeah, a bit. don't lie to me, you bastard. Well, normally we have time to check the microphones before the show, but uh, it's my fault this week. It is. Uh, it is my I've fault. Well, it's I've, usually your fault. I've screwed everything up this week. <laughs> you screwed the pooch. You'll understand as the show goes on today why it is that I screwed everything up. All right. Um, we got a lot to do. we got to start, first of all, we had a great time on Sunday night. Hold on. You, at you cut Sunday's. my gimmick, bro. Oh, sorry. Damn it. All right. My bad. <clears throat> I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and that's a... Uh, the main event. Vent. Vent. AJ Francis. Right, we, we don't talk for the echoes. I give, I give up. It's just a bad day. It's a bad day. I screwed up. All right. Uh, we had a great time. We went to Jimmy's Famous Seafood on Sunday night. We watched Fastlane there. I could not have had more fun. That was awesome. I, I bitch about wrestling all the time. I bitch about the WWE. I, I, even this week, I still have things to bitch about. I don't care. Sunday night was a lot of fun. I thought, I really, you, said, I thought you said you were going to uh, forego bitching for a week or so. Oh, no, no. I'm going to apologize. Oh, you're going to how. apologize. Yeah. You doesn't know how to do that. I'm still going to bitch. I'm just going to apologize I for gotcha. my bitching I got gotcha. you. <laughs> we had an awesome, awesome time at Jimmy's Famous Seafood on Sunday Shout night. out John, man. No doubt, awesome. man. No doubt. He kept feeding us booze, which was awesome. Which was fine for AJ because AJ had to drive anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right? AJ's like, you can keep bringing them over. And I kept drinking them. Yeah, that, no that, that Suplex that. City beer was interesting. Yeah, it was different. Uh, if you're into IPAs, you'd be Yeah, I'm not a huge IPA yeah, guy, but uh, I'm, I drink whatever's in front of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> there we yeah, go. That seems about right. <laughs> that seems, from your size, how many beers would it take for you to actually get drunk? How many beers? Yeah. For me to get drunk? Yeah. Can like, you get drunk like, on a 12 Like stumbling drunk? I mean, like, you I know see, you're drunk. Like, I, I know I'm drunk at, like, beers, it would take at least 12. Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, hold on. I, I've seen you do a power hour and get pretty drunk that's on totally a power hour. I, I was not drunk. That Ring of Honor show? I was not drunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look at the vines that I made from that show, and I'm not drunk on them. <laughs> All right. All right. I have proof. But anyway. You yeah. were drunk because you're 108 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna go out there. It won't be WrestleMania, obviously, because uh, most of the show is gonna be in Dallas. Um, sadly, not all of it. All right. So we get the gift of gifts on Monday night as the Vince McMahon, Vincent uh, J McMahon uh, Award Excellence Award goes to Stephanie McMahon, no. and that's sort of what we assume. Triple I mean, H. I thought it was Triple H. Yeah. Triple H. Yeah. But, but either way, same it, general it's the same idea. concept. They're the yeah. same person, yes, pretty much, essentially. <laughs> yes. Um, and it leads us to. To just the most wonderful, glorious, Mark amazing out. moment that we could possibly ask for, which is the music hitting, Here Comes the Money, Shane O. Mack. Yeah, I, I marked out, and I know Aaron probably jumped through his roof. Oh, my God. It was incredible. It was just I, the craziest thing about How long this, did it take to clean up all the jizz in your house? It just, it still just, just for everybody listening, uh, we don't. this obviously isn't on video, but Aaron is currently wearing a Shane O'Mac jersey. baseball jersey? Yeah, absolutely. Of course he is. Of course he is. With the money on the back? Of course he is. It, it's just what Well, but we've talked more, a lot in the last year about how this was the moment. Yes. Like, this is the moment that we have all been waiting for. I, I think, you know, whenever we did a, like, ranking, you know, we did top five, what are the big returns? I always had number one. You normally had number two just because you had Angle on top right, of him. But, right. you know, whatever. This was the thing. 
the crazy thing about it is, you know, we start to hear rumors, okay, this might be a big show that, you know, you may want to stay well. tuned. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But the, even the insiders, the people who normally are like, oh my god, we want to spoil this for you, didn't want to spoil it for people. Oh, In, it's, instead it's too of, good. Instead of saying, you know, the, the rumors like, oh, Shane McMahon might be there, the rumors were, hey guys, you may want to watch tonight. Uh, and I think that's the reason why they pulled it off in the first segment, is they didn't want to have three hours of Shane McMahon hanging out at, at Raw and the chance that somebody would, would further ruin it. Um, like a lot of people would say, if you've got Shane McMahon, why would you not want that in the final segment of the night? Like that's gotta be. Because they weren't, they weren't, there was no reason for it because otherwise there was no reason to, they weren't plugging it like, oh hey, here's a big surprise, who could show up type deal. I think that was one of the big things there is. Well, I think they could have made the McMahon Award. The McMahon Award? Yeah, the main event. I don't think there was necessarily enough, enough juice around that that people were like, oh. Maybe, maybe. I think that's right. But it's not as if they were selling a main event otherwise. You know, right, I mean, it's yeah. not like they had something else they were selling well, on. Well, no, the, and it, the ratings it showed the, the ratings show. The ratings were huge at the beginning and yep. just slowly petered off towards the end. But you know that happens. Look, uh, there's not a whole lot to say about this. Does it make any sense at all? No, it makes zero sense. Oh, but I thought everything had to be logically booked in order for not you to if like it. it. Not in my shape. There are oh, some people. That, who, there, no, okay. there is a. There is oh, a. It's, it's there, weird how that works. Hey, whenever you guys, hey. I, let me speak. All right. <laughs> All the times I heard you guys bitch and complain about the lack, oh, the lack of storyline. You're oh, right. With Roman the logical Reigns. booking doesn't yeah. make sense. It wasn't just Roman Reigns. Wait, you bitched any- about it with the Divas. You okay. bitched about it with the Intercontinental title. You're you right. bitched about it with the U.S. title. You bitched about it every are way any along. Of them, are any of Did them? Did I ask you to speak? <laughs> you bitched about it the entire way. No, my hand goes up. Your <laughs> mouth goes shut. You bitched about it. Everything you're else, right. there's no logic at all whatsoever right. for this, but you love it. Why? Because, because you're it's Shane McMahon. Because, because it's Shane McMahon. Because, because you decided to like it. No. Yes. No. Because no. it's no. for the same reason. I, yes. That it's for the because same you reason. decided to hold like on, it. Hold on. It's the same reason that something like The Rock can come out, do a 30-minute segment that has nothing to do with the rest of the show, and we love it because it's The Rock and it's something we don't get to see very often. Because you often. decided to like The Rock, and you decided and because, to like Shane Because, because there are fun. people who are outside of the fun. normal storylines who come in, who, who can then oversee. You're right. If, if nothing is added to this, and this goes in as a completely yeah, it's, illogical... It's, that's the other thing. This is the start of it. By the end of this, if there is still no semblance You're wearing of logic, a Shane O'Mac jersey. I'm still going to mark for Shane, you're Shane lying. O'Mac. Even if the storyline all the way to Mania makes no sense and is stupid, you're going to love it because it's Shane O'Mac no, and I'm Hosa. Go- I am going to love Shane McMahon okay. being there. You're lying. And I am go- and you're, if, it's so effortlessly if, if the, for you to lie. If The Undertaker is all of a sudden saying, hey, I don't. I want Vince McMahon to be in charge with, with no reason for it, then I'm going to be like, this doesn't make any sense. This is weird. Why is Undertaker? And you're Wait, still going to love it. Because, no. Because of Shane. I'm going to love Shane being out there. I'm going to love Shane being an out asshole. It's AJ's got, it's really personal at this point. It AJ's. really so, is. Like, no, because really you guys don't, personal. you guys decide, pick moments in which you want to say that, oh, the storyline has to matter here, but it doesn't other times. No, from week to oh, week, the storyline logically, matter. No, logically, no, no. this has to matter here, but it doesn't other times. No, no, no. Because you pick week, and but, choose no, but when week, you week, want it to when, matter. When the the storyline has to matter from week to week. If next week the storyline still doesn't matter, it's going to start becoming a problem. This week, when no, I get won't. Shane McMahon back, it's a huge problem. No, it won't. I, it might not for AJ. I it's know, gonna matter for me. I know both of you will have no issue with a shitty storyline. No, I absolutely no. will. For Shane I absolutely McMahon will. In Hell in the Cell. I, and okay. I'm still, I'm still gonna mark for right. Shane McMahon. Everyone entrance. listening, luckily, we're gonna have more of these, so <laughs> that right. when I can call them on their bullshit, every single week from here to WrestleMania, this is all about. Just, this is all, all about Sunday. It's just all about Sunday. It's nothing to do with us. It's nothing to do with Shane McMahon. This is all about Roman Reigns. Well, you know what? Let's get this is Roman Reigns rage. 
It, no, it has nothing Roman to, Rage. No, it has nothing to do with Roman Rage. I'm not even talking about Roman. Roman won. Well, Roman got what he was supposed to do. Know, but your Rage we, And is, we are about to talk about Roman Reigns in a second. Anything else as far as Shane goes? Obviously, the storyline, little logical right now. We will see. I, but you love it. There's some theories, I love that he arrived. You love it. There's you some, love the story. There's some theories you floating around online that this is not actually going to happen. That, it, and that, it, it may just be a placeholder. I, I will say this. WWE is an interesting position because they did announce, you know, they put up the graphic, you know, Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker, which means I you're going. I think it's bad if you don't end up. Yeah, you. Yeah. It has to be something big if you're going to bait and switch. Then. Well, the the fear is that the bait and switch is that it still ends up being John Cena. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I think. I think the bigger concern right now is have, I wouldn't have a problem with John Cena, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. No, but who's the face and who's the heel? And, in and this that's situation? the thing. The the whole the way they're setting this up does it matter? Very odd. I think it does because it, because the, because. You're setting it up. The, well, you guys got to remember. You guys always talk about. Well, the WrestleMania crowd's different from everybody else. No, no, no. Heels, I hate the burst of bubble. Heels and face at WrestleMania don't matter. Face and heel doesn't matter. Who is representing Vince that, in that's a more. John Cena versus also, Undertaker? Doesn't matter. It absolutely. It abs- when when you're building this, this Hogan building, was in the NWO and he was the face of the match. I, I understand, but this is it. Who was the heel Shane, in? Who was the heel in? You don't T- need in a- Taker HBK. They the, both you, were you don't need a heel, but who is representing Vince? This is a Shane versus Vince. This turning, or at least it seems like it's going to be more of a Shane versus Vince storyline than a Shane versus Undertaker or whatever. So who is representing? Why Vince? do you? Why do you? Why do you have to believe that he's representing Vince? Vince is the owner of the company. Vince can just say, "You guys always say, well, Undertaker's going to keep cashing him checks." But he's not. Why don't going you just? Why don't you just have Vince say, "I pay you to wrestle." And that might be what they do. And, then, and that's. And it that's, might be what they do. And but but then okay. But Shane is. You fighting, guys act like they Shane can't is get fighting for control of. But Shane's fighting for control. Of, so why would Undertaker want uh, Shane not to take control for all? Like it, because I mean it, because because he's not on Raw, so he could be pretty indifferent about it. Right, <laughs> that's I mean, like, all, Undertaker that's doesn't really have much to do with Raw whatsoever. And Vince right. could also just say, "If you don't win, you're fired." fired. Yeah, you could, and you can Absolutely. say that, and that's what, Absolutely. and that's why I'm wondering. You have to, you have to get there. They at have some work point. to do over the next month. They right, have exactly. Work to do. And that's, that's the thing. That's but my point is, my point is, you, it's not. You're not trying to figure out. You're saying why they can't. Do this and can't do that. Oh, no, 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 they no. can't do it. We're not saying that. We're asking how. If you're going to have but, it, you're going to say someone is, in essence, fighting for Vince. Whether or not it's it's by choice or by force, someone is going to be fighting for Vince. In yes, that. it's already made clear. It's the Undertaker. He picked him. Right. Right. Except there could still be some sort of swerve where the Undertaker says, "No, no. I'm not going to do that. I don't know why you think that it's okay to say that. I'm not going to do it." And then Vince says, "Oh, I've got something else for you. Instead, you're now facing John Cena, and your career's on the line. And John Cena's now my guy." And then you have to explain why Cena. But I, what right, we're I saying, mean, you still have to do a lot of right, work you between have to do now work, and then. And in you order can. To make you have work. five weeks. That's why you have yeah. five weeks to do. You it. have time to make it work. There's a lot of places to go. I think it's a bad idea if it's not Shane McMahon. I just think it's a bad idea for you to put that out there as though it's going to happen and then peel it back. That I just don't think that's a road you want to go. I think Cena is okay for that swerve. I think Rock would be okay. Well, yes, would be yes. If we were getting, getting Rock, we'd be getting Rock. Rock. Like let's let's be honest here. All right, that's a great point. Um. But I, I think that it's going to be interesting just because of the situation this is that you're likely going to have a situation where, in essence, one of the presumed top faces, whether it's Undertaker, whether it's Cena, whether it's someone like is going to be fighting for Vince. And it creates an interesting dynamic. We'll see exactly how they do it. Technically, there. everyone fights for Vince. 
Well, they are employed by him. They, and that, that's they, a fair they, statement. They so are. I don't know why this is such a hang-up. Just on the storyline, they have to. They have to get there. That's all. They have to get there. I'm not here to there. I'm assuming that they will. I'm. They've got five weeks to do it. Um, the interesting thing is, I don't know if you guys noticed this, and it's especially relevant because it's the Baltimore Raw, but the Bo- the Raw in Baltimore on Ticketmaster has, I don't know if it's a change listing or listed for the first time as this. It's not listed as WWE Monday Night Raw. It is listed as WWE Monday Night Raw versus WWE. Now, this could be a mistake, a simple mistake by Ticketmaster, or it could uh, lead a, to the a, idea a of... A brand shift? Yeah, because if you remember... Uh, Shane did not ask for control of WWE. Right, he asked, he asked for, for control, control of Monday Night Raw. Raw. Right. So you could end up being another, you know, you know Raw versus SmackDown down type, type situation. situation there. Those, when you have a lot of talent, those are good. The problem is right now they're so thin with so many guys hurt. It, it, not necessarily. I mean, I can think of and it's, ten it, guys it, that could be on. I think it, would the main a, event. Need, uh, that could be on the roster tomorrow from NXT. But they would need. Okay, that would be a way you could do it. There's no doubt you could right. do it that way. But then you're thinning out NXT and in it, that process. And it doesn't necessarily need to but be. But then a you full, can just hire. Then you can just full time hire all the guys that are on NXT a lot anyway, like Champa, like Johnny Gargano, like all yeah, those. I mean, yeah. you could do that. Uh, an, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a full brand split like Raw versus SmackDown. It could be the same roster and just guys kind of line up behind. Who do they want to line up behind Shane? Do they uh, want to line up behind Vince? Uh, correct. That's that's exactly the way they can go about doing it. I'm not opposed to it. I don't think it's a bad idea. Again, we just have to see how they get there and who's uh, part of what going forward. Do we do the Roman Reigns thing? Yeah, now? Let's, let's talk a little bit uh, about the Roman Reigns. So the studio just got incredibly more adorable. Uh, yeah, Leah, we're, we're Leah here little... at Pressbox brought her granddaughter in. It's the first time I've had a chance to see her, and she's incredibly adorable. Leah, what's your granddaughter's name? Noel. Noel. Noel is unbelievably adorable. Absolutely. Holy smokes. She's really, really adorable. Leah, is she going to be a wrestling fan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Leah, this is, uh, this is AJ. Hi, this AJ. is uh, I think you've met before, actually, yeah. now that I think about it. Noel, this is AJ. <laughs> He's a large man. They're, they're not all this big, I promise. <laughs> Most of us are, are half of that. That's normal. <laughs> Aaron is exactly half. Yeah, Aaron Very might much. not be half, by the way. <laughs> he might not quite be half. All right, so... Um, Reigns wins. Reigns wins. As you should. Uh, the, sure. the match was... A Fantastic. The match yeah, was match wonderful. Was, match the match was, was wonderful. Oh, what do you know? Another great main event by Roman Reigns. What do you know? Um, oh, what do you know? Just another fantastic main int- event by Roman Reigns. Interesting that they decide to you know go that what route you know? with, with Ambrose. It's like, it's like it's a trend or something. <laughs> Unreal. We actually got to get to Kelly Kelly, so we can't. Yeah, Kelly Kelly. Kelly Ke- well, Kelly Kelly would be if a good guest, Kelly too. Kelly Kelly, I'd put her on. I know that much. <laughs> oh, Kevin uh, Kelly. Yeah. Um, All right, a couple things here. One, match was tremendous. Storyline, well done. It, everything makes sense except for, and this is what everybody fans. Well, there is a, the, you can't have Brock Lesnar be to, to, to incapacitated by chair shots and have Roman Reigns just not be affected by them whatsoever. Roman Reigns was, where's a back plate and a chest protector. I, I hear the argument for that. I he still, wears. That's what he wears. I still think just he didn't for get the hit look. in the head. I think just for the look, you don't have to hit Roman Reigns in the chair. There, you don't have to. You you're absolutely right. You don't. But he's wearing a back protector, the same one people bitch and complain that he wears because he's not in the shield then anymore. Then I think you need to. Address, pro- I think you need to address that. Then so, I, someone I, someone needs to say, hey, right. he's the first person to ever no sell something. No, he's not. And how I, many times? I, I, how many I times? Play every time everybody else knows sells. Well, hold on. But I, I, here's the thing that I think Glenn is saying that is 
if this this would be really the first time that the chess play came into play, and right. like that is the reason. It was for a him. strategy. It was a. It, so it's just some someone needs to be like even the announcers. You know, yeah. Michael Cole needs to say, "Oh, he's wearing the chest like that." That muffled Absorbed the blow. Absorb the blow yeah. of the chair. That, that's all you right. need to do. Just one little line there, and that's it. Then 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 you're handled. It's no problem. Right. Otherwise, you allow people to do the bitching, and I get it. It's not. It's the match is good enough that it sake. doesn't matter that much. It doesn't matter at all. For the most part, you're right. Yes. Yeah, no. Yes, it doesn't part, matter at right. all. It's I, just people finding a way to bitch about think, Roman Reigns. I think the the more pressing issue is what happened on Monday right. at, at the, the end, end of the of show. Raw. Yes, where you have Triple H just lose his mind on Roman Reigns. Um, because he's he broke his nose. Because he's Triple H. Yeah. Um, Destroyed rip, rips him. Rips him apart. And yet, is the, the conquering end, hero. He... And it gets the reaction Idiot from fans. the crowd. Idiot yes. Fans. Here's here's the thing, and, and, and correct. AJ, me and you went back and forth on this a little bit on Twitter. Was that the way they did it was odd because the way they did it was pretty much exactly the way that Roman Reigns dismantled Triple H back at TLC. He destroyed him. He targeted his ribs. He broke his ribs. He kept attacking those ribs. He walked away and came back and did. And that was a face move because you know Triple H and everything. Now, you do more or less the exact same thing. You come here. You get attacked. It was a brawl. It started out as a brawl, a pretty even-footed brawl, and Triple H got the advantage, and he kept attacking. He kept attacking. There was no real reason why that was a heel maneuver, and at a time when you're trying to get Reigns to be the face in this situation and try to get him cheered. So you're saying that's the first time in wrestling history that a heel and a face did the same thing? Well, I'm saying that so it's... So, once it's, again, you're making up a reason why it doesn't No, I'm sense. saying that why should why should have people boo Triple H in that situation? Yeah, why should people cheer Stone Cold for cussing people out and stunning old women? Like, why should they? So, why Stone should Cold, they? Stone Cold never had a problem with getting cheers, though. This is the situation. You do need to treat this differently. Um, you do need to... Because no, Roman, you don't. Yes, you do. If, if, if did Triple H, H get come cheered out overwhelmingly if, on if, Raw? Yes, he came out and broke Roman Reigns' nose and got yeah. cheered. That's not on Roman Reigns. No. That's on the idiots in the crowd. No, it's on the, the same. No, no, it's no, on no, the no, same no. reason why when Roman Reigns put on a fantastic match with Daniel Bryan at Fastlane right. last year and won and showed everyone he deserved to be in the main event of WrestleMania, Roman Reigns he been, still got booed then too. I should, agree with you, but it's still a problem. Should Roman Reigns have? Been I didn't booed say it wasn't. For, yeah. Should Roman Reigns have been booed for breaking Triple H's ribs? I, I'm saying if, if you're saying that Triple H should have been booed for breaking Roman Reigns' nose. Because of what he's done led up to that. You talk about storyline. Right. You always talk about storyline. What he's done led up to that is the reason why he should have got booed. Right. Just right. like what Roman Reigns had done to him leading up to that is the reason why he got cheered. The concept being that he screwed Roman Reigns in the Royal Rumble. Thank I, you. I get everything that you're saying. Storyline. You talk about storyline, right? I'm, I'm with you. Right. I'm with you on this. But, but you, it's need, still to, like, you no need, but. need to book it differently because no, you don't. he's not. Yes, you do. Because he's the storyline beforehand didn't matter. And Correct. because he's not being cheered. Well, I think you have to address that you have a problem. You have a problem. You, whether you like it or not, you you have the problem to deal with, right? That I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying they should have done more. They should have done more to try to get Roman Reigns cheered. And maybe they, they should have. I don't know what that is right now is the problem. I don't I'm, know I, what I, you I go, can do. You're, and I agree with that. I'll, I'll say this. You had the League of Nations out there. You have, if, if the League of Nations and Triple H are the ones beating down Roman Reigns, you do not have... Triple H yes, getting overwhelming. If Sheamus is the one leading the beat yes, down there with do. Triple H picking up the scraps, I don't know that he's getting, he might not, you know, he might not get booed, but I don't know that he's getting the, you know, conquering hero yeah, reaction. Nobody that gives that to Sheamus. Right. Yeah. So it's that's still a, Roman Reigns getting his ass full. That's why people were cheering. But, well, but I, I don't. H, I, respect, there is a, it's a Vince McMahon level quality with where like, we know you're a heel, but right. we like you. But I'm saying, 
you know, two years ago with Daniel Bryan, and I, I brought this up, you know, they went all out on the heel. You know, he was hand, with a big beat down there, he was handcuffed. He was, you know, held down by security as Triple H destroyed him. And on this, you put him on, on, on a simple thing. And it's not Roman Reigns' fault. It's, it's the, whoever wrote out this segment, putting this where Triple H is basically go, gutting, going over on him cleanly, <laughs> is, is so a problem. Hey, hey, AJ, let me ask you this. The, the thing that makes me laugh the most about yeah. all of this is the fact that Every week you come on here saying it's not Roman Reigns' fault. It's whoever's writing yes. Roman Reigns. But the same people wrote Shane McMahon deciding to be in a Hell in a Cell match, and you fucking love that. The same people wrote that. The same exact Shane people. The storyline makes no sense. There's no reason why There's, they should come out and do that at all. But well, you love it. Was it was the moment. But you love it. it. The mo- right. I love the but moment. But you love it because it's them. Shane McMahon. You haven't don't seen like, him in six years. But my point is... You don't ever make that argument for other people that you like or that you think should be in the positions that they should be like you do with Daniel Bryan. You don't ever make – why was it okay for Daniel Bryan to have 800 people jump the guardrail and occupy It wasn't. Rock? Exactly. I, we but you loved it. it. No, we said it was campy. Literally, yeah, go back we, and listen to the yeah. show. But well, it got no, what no, you no, wanted. There was Twitter, no show that – yeah. But it was you a very got campy what you wanted, and you loved what you got out of it. I said the thing was campy. That's what I said. I said it was a silly thing. I didn't like it. Then. I, I'm saying WWE is not doing. Here's here's what it comes down to. At least on, on what I'm trying to get across here, WWE is not doing what everything they can do to try to get some cheers for Roman Reigns, and that's the problem right now. Is they should be what they should be. Doing what do you mean, like letting him? Like Burn, make, take the house down on main event after main event. That's what he's doing. I, I, this is, there's this no is, other wrestler. There's no other wrestler in the history of wrestling that has this consecutive amount of main event performances, main event level performances, and didn't get any respect for it at all the entire I, I, time. There, there is a far bigger problem with the way this started, and it literally name one bad match Roman Reigns I, has I, had. I, since I'm not arguing with you. I'm not. But we're still in the position that we're in. Yeah, because of idiot fans. I, but you can't change that. Exactly, they can't do anything which is why that Roman Reigns is still in the main event. So this is my question becomes: Do you just leave it alone? I I, I am yeah, I, I, I have the opinion where you, you just punt, you just say, okay, we're going to roll with this. I I'm of the opinion that there's nothing. You're not changing this. This You're is not. what it is. And so you can do one of two things: you can either live with it, live with the fact that Roman's going to get booed and Triple H is going to get cheered at WrestleMania. You can live with that and say, okay, we just have to accept it. This is the way it's going. I think what They've happens accepted is you with John accept Cena that. a few times. I think yes, they have. And I think what happens is you accept the fact that fans are stupid and they're going to boo Roman Reigns for no apparent reason. You have them go out there. You have them get booed going out to the match. You have him and Triple H. Triple H come out and get cheered. And when they put on a five-star main event WrestleMania match, and at the end Roman Reigns wins, if he's cheered, it's what should happen. And if he's booed, you're admitting that the crowd doesn't like him for no reason. Okay, so you're okay with that. Are you at all inclined to try to use someone else to try to interject something into this match? Would it be that? The Rock, yeah. Be the that Ro- I mean, Seth Rollins, be that whoever it might be. Would you be inclined to say, based on the problem that you have, we should include a third party, either as another wrestler or as a referee or as in the corner? I wouldn't be opposed to an in the corner situation of okay. The Rock or Seth Rollins. I mean, both would benefit Roman. To me, the person that's getting the rawest deal out of all this is Roman. All he does is yeah. perform. No one's no agreeing with that. No one's disagreeing. All he does is perform his ass off right. every week. I'm agree- I'm with you, but yeah. you still have the same problem. You're still in the situation that you're in, and especially and- with this murderer's row of Raws coming up, where you're going to Chicago, you're going to Philly, you're going to Brooklyn. This is going to be the the rest of from here until WrestleMania. Roman Reigns is going to get booed at every location, but that's not necessarily true. He didn't get booed the last time he was in Philly. 
it was also a little bit different of a reign. You know, that was coming off of him beating the shit out of Triple H and breaking his ribs and showing that different side of him. Like, dude, is, is that what they should do? Should they try to, should they be like, okay, we're now realizing we need to go d- back to that little darker Roman Reigns who just beat the shit out of I mean, people. I think the people have argued that for some time. Yes, I, I know. And any... that's the, it, it, but is it time that WWE says, okay, you know, the, the jokesy Roman, the, the guy who is on the Michael, we, we gotta Who's stop been, this. How has he been jokesy for the last month? He's still got booed. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. People are going to boo him because for no reason. But you just but you just said he got cheered when he did the little bit of the wrinkle in yeah, his character. Yeah, because because and then fans all said, "Well, guess what? Oh man, this is the Roman we've been waiting for." Nothing changed. But he had he, he, he had fantastic matches that. before he, that, and he had oh really? So what jokesy moments has he had since then? Tell me since TLC, right? That's what you're saying. He That's lost TLC. What jokesy moments? Because throughout January, he had some kind of smiley nope. promos. It was mostly him and Dean together. No. Yep. During the, no, during but, the but Dean didn't get booed at all during that whole time, did he? No. Oh, okay. Not. Oh, surprise. But he, Dean also wasn't in the main I, I'm, event. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm with AJ on this. I am. I don't think this is a, a writing problem right now. I think it's this is the I problem think, you I have. I think they're not doing enough to try. I just don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything. Well, and, and that's the thing. I don't. I, don't, I and think I guess, this is I guess the way it's going to be. If that's I think short way. of, I think you can do the Rock thing. I think you can say we need to consider a heel turn right now. We need to consider going that route, and that's the best thing long term for Roman. Right. But in the short term, I don't think there's anything you can do between now and WrestleMania to change this. And I think they either have to say we're going to hope by adding in a third party that it mitigates some of it and makes it not quite as bad because if literally The Rock is standing right next to Roman Reigns, it's going to be harder for the fans in the arena to boo Roman Reigns. But then it looks like you're handcuffing Roman a little bit in that process. Or you have to go the route of, we're just going to deal with it. John Cena got booed plenty. And we still put John Cena in the main event of everything, every and, time out. And the worst part of all of this, the absolute worst part of all of this, is the same people who are booing Roman Reigns now, when he turns heel, are going to cheer him. Yes, they yes. are. Without Correct. question. They are. They're all, that's why fans are idiots and you don't even have to worry well, about but, it. But that, that's been going on since the no, beginning. And, that's, and you know, it comes back to how much you care the, about The NWO that. got cheered. It, yeah. it, it's been going and on since then. And if John Cena turned heel, he would have gotten cheered. Well, you know, Razor Ramon got cheered. Like, th- that's not a new problem that people like to cheer heels. It's, that's, it's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the moment he turns heel, they're going right, to Right, you're not going to get the booze. Nobody, nobody well, cheered well, when Hogan yeah, leg-dropped I mean, Macho Man Randy Savage. Right. They threw trash in the Well, ring. but then two weeks later, they were, you know, you're by right, the end of the I didn't say two weeks later. I said the moment. Yeah, no, you, right. you got a big moment, absolutely. Yeah. And if Roman screwed someone of significance, what over I think the is process, what I think is really going to happen is if Roman were to screw over Dean Ambrose, correct? Then I think you would get that. You would get booze. What I really if Roman Reigns uh, ends up costing Shane and puts Vince in charge. Yeah, something along Ray, those Reigns lines. Reigns is going to get booed. Sure, correct. You can do it the right way. No, I, what I think is going to happen is the Roman's going to win because of the Rock's help, and then Roman's going to be pissed, and then he's going to turn on the Rock. I, I, that, that's, I think that and, could and, work. That, and that would probably be the best situation. Yeah, best, I think that, best I think that's what I assume right is going to happen. All right, real quick, because I can't be with you for segment number two. Um, I, I really just just forget everything you've done. Blow I, And you know me, I'm a storyline guy. Blow it all up. Give us the Wyatt family and the New Day at WrestleMania, and it saves face on a lot of problems that you have yep. right now. Okay. That, that's all I'm asking for. The, the League of Nations stale. It stinks. Nobody's excited about it. It's the, bad. the Wyatt family. Who knows? The, the what Wyatt family situation. right now might even have a match. Like that, at that's WrestleMania. a joke right it's now. It's so bad. Just save face on all accounts. Blow it all up. Forget yep. everything you've done to this point, and direct New Day and Wyatt family because at least it will feel like something yep. when we get to WrestleMania. And that's all I ask for. All right. We got to grab a break. When we right. come back in. I got to dip out. You guys are going to continue talking about what happened at Fastlane and the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> this is jobbing out. Are you a believer in the Retriever? 
The UMBC Sports Marketing Team is proud to support UMBC Athletics through marketing and promoting the UMBC Division I game day experience with giveaways, in-game entertainment, and much, much more. Tickets for Retriever Action starts as low as $2. Follow UMBC Sports on Instagram at Retriever Believer and on Twitter at UMBC Sports Marketing for all your promotional updates of the Retrievers. For a complete schedule of UMBC Athletics, visit UMBCRetrievers.com. The UMBC Sports Marketing staff looks forward to seeing you as a Retriever Believer at the games. An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan with the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12, Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash StanTheFan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Looking for licensed Orioles and Ravens jewelry for the sports fan in your life? Charles Newsonoff and Sons Jewelers. 8720 Sater Hill Road in Parkville since 1923. Charles Newsonoff and Sons has provided the Baltimore area with affordable fine jewelry, quality repair workmanship, and a total devotion to customer service. Looking to pop the question? Charles Newsonoff and Sons has designed Mountings and certified loose diamonds. Prices that can't be beat for the perfect proposal. Download their new app, the Vow Engagement Ring Finder, for iPhone or Android, and search styles, get prices, and even upload a picture of your hand and try rings on virtually. Charles Newson Often Sons, Orioles, Ravens Jewelry, and the Vow Engagement Ring Finder. Go to charlesnewsonoff.com. Or call 410-661-5050. Charles Newsonoff and Sons Jewelers. 8720 Cedar Hill Road in Parkville. Let's scroll together. The bass is intoxicating. This, the, the live performance of this at WrestleMania 30 oh, is really underrated no as far as live performances very, go. Very, very good. All right, back in here, segment number two, jobbing out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and... The main event, vent, vent. So, so I lied. I said I was leaving. I'm going to stick around for a couple more minutes, and then I'm going to take off, unfortunately. Um, we finished segment one talking about the Wyatt family, and I said, look, this is... I don't know what's happened, but it is hot shit right now. It is... I, I How do you have them lose I mean, that I match? understand that if you have Bray not in the match, it kind of makes it like... Bray is the unquestioned leader of the Wyatt family. Right. So if but, he's not in the match, it's like. But that's then you're their just B-team. signing up for another one of those matches. No, I well, think, and now I, you're not no, because really the Ryback. I, I, right, I really Ryback. think the whole purpose of that was to try to get Ryback. Bray. Not maybe not Ryback Bray. Well, but he's turning heels. So. All right, so it's got to be Ryback Kane. No, oh. it doesn't have to be Ryback. He did. He didn't necessarily even turn heel. He just decided to only work on his own now. I mean, it's not like he was only. <laughs> He wasn't part of a faction with these guys. <laughs> I know, but he, uh, he, was he walked team, out on the net for a match. But almost every match Ryback's been But why did you have to have them win, too? I appreciate that they didn't bother to, to do another video package for this repackaging of Ryback, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, but, but then this time they just figured, out oh, what the hell, we'll re- but I, I, guess I do like that question. he's with those two guys, because like, he's definitely on the fast track to the big show, just going <laughs> to change his package uh, well, 6,000 times. This is only the third time he's turned in like five years, right? Or something like that? Uh, something like that. Like I, I feel like it's actually it, it feels that way because all of the turns have been kind of big turns in the grand scheme. They kept get, getting injured, so you kind of remember him coming back. 
that sort of thing. But I feel like he's only actually turned like three times in his career so far. Maybe you're right about that. But none of this, it, it's all so I, bad. And, and the loss doesn't make any. The, even, no, even with I, that, the no, loss. No, I, I agree with AJ and what we talked about before, which is the Wyatt family, the wins. And this is why I picked them. Remember, I said that they've never made wins and losses matter with the Wyatt family. It's just they've always had direction. They have no direction right, right now. They have nothing. It, it is literally the moment where you cannot plausibly tell me what what's good for the Wyatt family, if we assume, unlike what I suggested, if we assume the New Day is off the table because they're going there's to there's only League one of thing that I can think of that would make you know, and I had pitched this back at the beginning of January as far as what could be a high pro- profile match for both the Wyatt family and the people who are coming, in, and that would be the Bullet Club against, against yeah, the Yeah, I mean, Wyatt you family. could do that, but you gotta you, you gotta, gotta put, get you gotta get going on it, on it right? right exactly. and, and I'm right now, AJ Styles appears to be pointed towards Maybe, Kevin Owens. So you know they didn't really go anywhere further on that. Yeah, it, it, sure, it sure seems that way. But hypothetically, part of that was you, Kevin Owens wasn't there. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I it, it looks more and more like if you're going to have an aggressor there, it would probably be the heel. And it, it based on what Kevin Owens no, was tweeting on Sunday right. night, it definitely seems that way. But again, if you just decide, I mean, this whole card seems like it's in flux. Like obviously, well, I agree it's with in that. Flux. Yeah. So if you told me that next week they decide, okay. Uh, we're going to pull AJ Styles out of that because we want him in the wife. He could do, he could do I could see, I could, yeah. I could see, I mean, who hasn't, there's guys that the wife family hasn't tormented yet. Who? Randy Orton. But he's, he's, he's so hurt he's not, there's no option. Dolph there. Ziggler. Okay, so you have Dolph I mean, leading but, a, Dolph and the Usos? You're like, doing, what I are, think what you, you don't, you don't, it could you, just be Bray is what it, you're it, saying. Oh, you Bray, Bray, Bray Dolph. Dolph. Okay. Bray and look, we're all, we're gonna all, you know what, you that, could that, salvage that, something there because we all yeah. like both those guys and we'd all be that, for the that, match. It doesn't though it feel as though you're, you're getting anywhere. It feels like you're just getting a match. Like, you want to feel like the Wyatt family is going somewhere or at least Bray's going somewhere. And it just is so stale at the moment. And this is why I just say, dude, rip it all up. Rip it all up. You say you're in flux. Dude, whatever they thought they were getting out of that segment of the League of Nations, the moment the League of Nations name came up, nope. you took that segment that we were all, yeah, 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 yeah at, at a fever pitch, at a 10, and you just took it to complete shit. Because we do not care about League of Nations. And then immediately, how awful is it? This is what I talk about. AJ, you complain about me saying this, but you... You admit one thing. The moment they decide the New Day are heels, what are they doing on Monday night? Kid Rock loves their music. The WWE <laughs> doesn't know how to make a face. They don't know how to do it. Because they decide that the New Day is going to be a face, and then they tie into Kid Rock, who everyone hates. <laughs> everyone on the planet hates Kid Rock. Because they they like Kid Rock because he's somewhat famous, and he likes WWE. So that's what they think that a face is supposed to be. Imme- you want us to not like the New Day? Tie him in with Kid Rock. We're going to hate him immediately. We're going to hate him. You don't know how to make a face. You don't know how to do it. Clearly. I mean, they, they actually do. Who? <laughs> they do know how to make a face. By accident. No, because you said that you hate the League of Nations. Well, so you think that we're just going to say that we love the New Day in the process. But if you keep going this route, if it's six more <laughs> weeks of Kid Rock. Five, you mean to tell me five weeks of New Day making fun of the League well, of no, Nations? Well, no, the bigger problem is we don't. Would not be awesome? No, because we don't give a shit about the League of Nations. <laughs> you don't give a shit about them because they don't have any, they don't do anything right now. But that doesn't mean that New Day making fun of them for the next month wouldn't be fantastic. Maybe. I just, I, the moment Michael Cole started talking about Kid Rock, it reminded me of everything they've ever done to a face. Which is, they, they tie him in with Kid Rock and Flow Rider. They do this <laughs> shit, man. They are, they don't know what people like. They have no clue. Actually, people that do like Flow Rider, which is <laughs> befuddling, because I don't get it. But, um. Flow uh, Rider is better. 
Yeah, but no, no freaking doubt well, they're, about they're, that. Why is we're social outcasts? There's your match. Yeah, I mean, I I would like it, but again, <laughs> but no, it would that, have that's that, a, that that's a pre-show match, right? right it would have that feel of you're not doing anything with the Wyatt family. Just right. rip it all up. Just pretend like none of it happened. Uh, look, I, I would have been so on board with Enzo and Cass being what happened in that segment. When the League of Nations hit, we said, nope, no thank you. Yeah, I don't know why everybody has thought it would be Enzo and Cass. Well, because E&C, E&C. E&C. I mean, we, we knew that they were talks about them coming up in the right. very near future. It was future. fairly logical. And, and they're what, you know, if they're splitting up the Lucha Drive, which, I, you know, who knows if they're Enzo actually doing it. Enzo and still haven't fought. Uh, oh, I agree. I'm not, revival. Telling, I'm not telling you it's time for Enzo and Cass. Well, apparently... Spoiler alert here. Skip ahead 15 seconds. They're not going to do it at TakeOver either. So, you're, you know, if you're, go- you're waiting for that, then you're waiting until probably next year to debut Enzo and Cass. No, no, I mean, they'll probably... Enzo and Cass, by the way, uh, we haven't we haven't really, really talked about NXT, and I do have to leave. God damn it. They're just wonderful uh, AJ, on NXT I, I, on Thursday. You, you, you have no idea. It was the most fun I've ever had watching a wrestling show. It's just... It's so... I've been to NXT shows. Yeah, un, but it's like unrelenting joy, you know what I've I mean? Been, I've, I know. All right, shut up. I, I hate you. I've been about four times. Shut up. You hey, went, we got you, to see You were there on Thursday. You went once. I got, to, I got to go to John's Rose Pork, too. I got to see Finn Balor debut. Oh, we got to up. see Finn Balor team with I Austin Aries. So there. And we got to see Asuka. We did get to see that. Enzo and Cass are so over. Um, yeah. I, I, Even though the main event of one of the NXTs I went to was Rusev versus Jack Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was I... obviously not on TV. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was the main event. <laughs> that's not. That's not so great. Uh, <laughs> I get pass on that it, one. It, really? Yeah. Maybe we should beat the traffic. The show is great. Although <laughs> oh, no, I like Rusev. I mean, I do like Rusev. Yeah. I just have yeah, Jack Swagger. They might as well put in the League of Nations at this point. I but I got so... to see Lana, which was nice. Well, nobody's complaining that. about that. Yes. Nor will they ever. Um, uh, a couple of thoughts, real quick. Um, because I do have to get out of here. Bro- let's, let's get to Brock Ambrose. Oh, okay. Brock Ambrose. Uh, look, I said last week I'm all on board with Brock Ambrose. Brock Ambrose is great. They're doing the right thing with Dean where he's legitimately crazy, unlike the cartoon character How, crazy. Here's the, here's the thing that kills me about this. Yeah. How are the same people that boo Roman Reigns? <laughs> had to come back. How are they so ecstatic about the fact that Dean Ambrose, apparently his character with a neck brace on, drove from the hospital, stole an ambulance, crawled to the ring. Well, he crawled. I think that was one of the big things. And, and I agree crawled. that that's right. That was a little it bit was, silly. Crawled. It was, it was but, a bit but got his ass kicked and then crawled more. Right. He's been crawling for the last two weeks. <laughs> that's what he's been doing. But nobody cares because they love Dean Ambrose. Well, because he's crawling. Well, he's not the, getting up and spearing people. That That's yeah, the difference the, there. How is crawling cool? No, I don't think anybody's saying it's cool. I was crawling I getting you is over. Cool. How is it like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm getting my ass kicked so bad it's the underdog that I'm going to crawl to they're, a fight. They're, li- they're literally doing the cool yeah. hand Luke. Not not even the underdog thing. It's the cool hand Luke thing with him. Like, they're, they're literally doing those segments where he's saying, you know, get up. And he's, like, crawling up. Literally, that's what they're doing. And, they're, and cool they look hand. idiotic. They, I, he's, they look idiotic. You know. Is it raining, by the way? It might be. God. It was sprinkling slightly later, anyway. but anyways, um, um, it it sets up for a good triple main event there. Like that, that's the thing. Yeah, look, every WrestleMania has a triple main event. Y- you're correct. You're right about that. I I still think there are better uses. Let me take that back. I like Brock against Ambrose because it does a lot for you Ambrose. Say better uses against for who? For Brock because you could say you could get Brock Rock. You could get you that's know the only one. Brock Rock. Brock Rock. Right. But you can't get right. if you were going to get Brock Rock or Brock too. Austin. Right. You were going to you know you're yeah. going to get those. Those are clearly off the table. No, it's good. It's good for Dean. I always come back to this. You have three main events. You have two full time wrestlers in three main events. 
you know, like a third of your three main events are full time wrestlers. That's always one of the things that I just. Well, what do you think? Oh yeah, well yeah, because under Undertaker, Shane is right. Two is is two? Well, Shane's a non time wrestler. Right. Undertaker's an extremely part time wrestler. wrestler. Brock Lesnar is a. He's wrestled more than Brock in the last year. Well, in the last year, that's a good point. He has appeared a few times in the last year. You're right about that. I mean, that's true. But they're both extremely part time wrestlers. Right. At least Brock is on more shows. Correct. He's not wrestling, but he's there. Correct. More than The Undertaker is. The, the, the one thing I did love was the uh, the video they posted on Twitter and obviously showed during Raw. Like with oh, that was great. Going and just the, the idea of using that yep. sort of thing. They, they need to do things like that more. Uh, the kind of candid agreement. camera that sort of attempt. things. And, and they did that for NXT, yeah, too. Yeah, they did. That, that was funny. They did it for NXT with Enzo and Kaz and The Revival. Yeah. And yet we're still not getting it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's still not happening. Go figure. I mean, it just doesn't. But again, I, I like the idea of trying to figure out new creative ways to get people truly immersed in this wrestling world. I don't want them to do uh, just straight up Sasha versus Charlotte either. I, I, I really I, I want it. I really I, want the standard sure, no contest. I really think it's going to be Sasha, Charlotte, yeah. and Becky. And, and Becky. Becky Page, maybe. I think yeah, it's just gonna I be the triple threat. I've, uh, AJ and I are on the same board yeah. on this one. I think, I, I think Paige she, needs to be involved. I think I, I don't like them keeping I, I think Paige. She, I think she can be involved. I just think in this, the, the way they're specifically building, yeah, it, the it makes just, more sense. It, than it feels threat. natural just because right. these are the three girls right. who were the divas revolution. Right. I'm gonna have to let you guys continue talking about the, what happened on Raw on Monday night. All I right. apologize to everyone that I have to duck out. It's not my plan. I love you. I appreciate it. Spread the word, and uh, and these guys will do a killer job. Probably better without me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely, Less yelling. Yeah. We uh we had you so anyways um but yeah I lo- love the idea of you know especially because you could hear the crowd there the you know those kind of crazy people who line up to see the people drive in you yeah. could see that you could hear them go oh Dean 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 holy crap yeah like they uh, I really felt as if like obviously they had people there that weren't fans that were filming but like the way it was all set up I would have one hundred percent bought it if they were like no these were fans, fans that were just happened to be there filming we asked if anybody had video and they did yeah so but that that was a cool little that was uh, that was a cool little segment i like the way they did it built it around being that's how you build a feud that yeah. like everybody was saying well how are they going to do dean brock after uh, Triple A. Well, well, I mean, after Reigns, Reigns wins the match. Well, you do it because Ambrose brought out the chair. Yeah, yeah. And that that, that was that was a very well. Everything about that has been very well done. Um, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I don't think we're gonna have very, too many complaints about that. Well, I hate build. the fact that he crawls, but yes. But yes, the, the crawl and you know the, the driving the ambulance. How, like no how does no? How am I the only person in the world that thinks that's the cheesiest thing ever? Well, I, I don't like the. I don't. He crawl. He's literally <laughs> crawled to an ass whooping for three weeks now. Right. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of that either. I see where they're sort of going. Again, with the whole cool, you know, we're, we're getting you away from Are this. Are you even positive that Vince has seen Cool Hand Luke? Dude, it came out in the 70s. He definitely saw Cool Hand Vince, Luke. Vince, Vince, was, Vince never Vince, saw Scarface. That, that was the 80s. doesn't cool matter. Hand Luke, cool Hand Luke was a little bit before. Do you think Cool Hand Luke is a bigger movie than Scarface? No. It's... When Razor Ramon, when when Scott Hall showed him the Razor Ramon vignette like, gimmick, like, he the, said, "What is this? I've never it, seen this movie." It, 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 if you're telling me, you know, I bet you Vince McMahon loves Paul Newman. He seems like a Paul Newman type guy. <laughs> he, de- no, it feels like that's what they're because you know he was in that role where he was kind of like almost too slapsticky, which kind of got a little bad for Dean. And they're trying to create where, okay, how can we make him crazy but still somewhat credible? You go that route, you know. It is what it is. Whether I don't necessarily like him driving the ambulance back in. That's again, that's a cheesy role. It's always been cheesy, kind of, because that's the third or fourth time he's driven an official vehicle, an ambulance or a SWAT car or something. 
this is getting a little ridiculous. But again, overall, very well done to set that up. Uh, what else? Dudley's. Got to talk a little bit about the Dudley's. Dudley, I love what they're doing, by the way. Just the yeah. fact that they've How long do you think every- that's going to last, the no tables? The, I don't know. I, it, I can't really, see. It, I can't see the Dudleys wrestling at main uh, at WrestleMania and not putting someone through a table. I just cannot see that. It, it's hard. How many WrestleManias do you think the Dudleys are going to be around? They're it, going. It, it they're really. Putting, it really depends what they're putting. If if you tell me that they, uh, let's say they're in, you know, I, I wouldn't particularly love this match, but it could be setting up this way for a four way for the tag titles between the New Day, League of Nations, Usos, and Dudleys, and they did it. God, it wouldn't even be a heel move, but like, like they they tried. I think to it would be it. more. I think I think it would be better if they set up a straight up League of Nations versus New Day for yeah. the tag titles, and then, and then the number, one, number one oh, number contender, one contender match, which they, could be they, a fatal four way match. They could they could do that as Lucha well. Lucha Dragons, D- but, Dudleys. But the one thing Lusos, I the one thing I love about it is that not Ascension. enough. Not <laughs> uh, Ascensions look good, though, even though they lost. And they're, it was quick. They're they just, look good. They, they look fun. I mean, they've always looked okay. It's just that. They've been given no reason for us to give a damn about it. Um, but the, the thing I do, when people, you know, turn heel or turn face, none of, they don't change their characters enough to reflect. You know, you don't see enough of them literally taking away every reason to cheer from when someone turns heel. You still, a lot of time do the same moves, do the same thing. It, like, you know who does, actually? Because I was just thinking about it because I said the Ascension was Stardust changed his moveset, everything except the... The kick to the face. Yeah. Like, even, like, when he was Cody Rhodes, when he did drop down to his back, he would do a throat chop, and then now right. he drops down to his back and does, does a the kick. kick. Like, he, he changes up a lot, but that's but not really it, has anything to do with what it, we're talking about. But, it, you know, it's few and far between. Yeah. You don't normally see it. And what it reminds me of is uh, when Foley did this back in ECW, you know, he, he got out of the problem. He's like, I need to turn heel. Everybody loves me because I beat the shit out of people. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do rest holds. I'm like my entire matches. I'm going to do rest holds. I'm going to do arm bars. I'm going to do you know things like that. I'm going to give the fans absolutely no reason to cheer for me. I'm going to force them to boo me because I am not providing entertainment right now. So for you know, Bu- Bubba Ray had no aggression in his voice as he was doing. You know, you're not getting the oh I'm Bubba. You know, you're not getting this isn't turn- turning into Bully Ray. This is turning him into just something perfectly vanilla. Yeah. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. I'm thinking it would make sense if they do what I was talking about, had a, a number one contender sort of tag team title, because you could always have uh, you could always have somebody like an Enzo and Cass come up and be thrown into that, and yep. then all of a sudden they win the match, and that's a good, a, good way to debut. Huge WrestleMania moment. B. Now you have what everybody's been waiting for: New Day versus Enzo and Cass. And actually, and you know what? That actually, as far as a multi-team number, you know, maybe a gauntlet. They, I think they did that once at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Did a tag team gauntlet match? Because um, as far as the roster goes, it's feeling a little. Th- they may not do the Andre the Giant Battle Royal just because it's too thin. But you, you fix. You know, you well, get everybody. You're saying it's too thin, but there's there's definitely twenty guys that aren't in aren't in that won't be in WrestleMania matches. Well, but if you do a let's say a five way number one there, so you include the social outcast there. You include. You know, because they're also half of those people that you're talking about are in some sort of factions. Yeah, but like I'm that. saying, but like, even if you do four teams in the number one contenders match, like I'm talking about, there's still, I mean, whether you have, like, people are forgetting, there's a lot of guys on the main roster that don't ever right. get Fandango. on TV. It's Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Fandango. Fandango. Well, I'm saying, but at the same time. R Truth. 
our gold, truth, gold dust. dust. But they, they could be in that number. You True. Know, they could. Uh, I'm just saying, if you didn't want to go, because, you know, there's all. When was the last time you saw Darren Young? Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, Damien Sandow. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you wanted to, this could be another. True. I'm, we're trying to get everybody on, but we don't necessarily want to have the Battle Royal for whatever reason, whether it's they feel it's too thin or they're just like, okay, the Battle Royal isn't really working. We're going to just have, we're going to have six different, six, seven, eight different teams in this. And that could work as well. Yeah. Uh, anything else jump out at you? Um, I, did you see the picture of Roman's nose? Um, I saw it. It was posted. He had like the cast yeah. on his nose, dude. You can see when his like nose actually breaks on the raw because. Well, did, but did you see the um the thing with By- Byron passed him a blood packet? Oh, I didn't even see it. that. It there's an angle that very clearly shows him. Like that was not necessarily, or at least it might have been some real blood, but all that wasn't real blood. It was very odd because they don't normally do that. But there's someone from the front row behind the announce table is filming it, and you can see Byron take it out, pass it, uh, Roman kind of rub it on his face, and then pass it back to him. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> see, it's funny to me because then they ha- they have him with the with the air cast, and oh, well, not an air cast, but it's like a uh, plastic, the face guard, yeah, the face guard on his nose, the, the Rip Hamilton, and his favorite. nose looks swollen. Like it looks like it's it looks like he got his face shambled. I feel poor, feel feel bad for the guy. Because Triple H just went out of his way to just kick his ass, and everyone loved it. And it was the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> the worst thing that ever happened. Worse than the Holocaust. Worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened on Earth ever, period. Fact. Fact. Um, but, but, yeah, no, I mean, uh, we could talk about NXT. NXT we'll, had we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that here in the uh, quick end. But anything from Raw or Fastlane really else jump out? I think we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We will talk about uh, Ring of Honor 14th anniversary. That'll be Friday night. We'll talk about what happened over in Japan when it comes. We'll talk a little bit, Jeff, in general, about that Ring of Honor New Japan partnership, how that's going, and the rest of the quick count and the top five. So uh, stay tuned. This is Jobbing Out. Are you a believer in the retriever? The UMBC sports marketing team is proud to support UMBC athletics through marketing and promoting the UMBC Division I game day experience with giveaways, in-game entertainment, and much, much more. Tickets for Retriever action starts as low as $2. Follow UMBC Sports on Instagram at Retriever Believer and on Twitter at UMBC Sports Marketing for all your promotional updates of the Retrievers. For a complete schedule of UMBC athletics, visit UMBCRetrievers.com. The UMBC Sports Marketing staff looks forward to seeing you as a Retriever Believer at the games. Need to get some cash? No problem. Head to Royal Farms, step up to the ATM, and get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Surcharge free ATM use. That's the way we do it at Royal Farms. Some retailers charge you to use their ATMs. They make you spend money just to get your money. We don't. At Royal Farms, you can come in anytime, day or night. Walk over to our ATM, take out your bank or credit card, and in just a few seconds, get your cash for nothing because it's surcharge free. Individual cardholder fees may still apply for using a Royal Farms ATM, but we won't charge you. So the next time you want to get cash at an ATM, come to Royal Farms. Because this is how we do it. Get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Cash for nothing because there is no fee.
Hi, Ken Zales here, KZ, from the Pressbox Fantasy Reality Football Show, which you can hear right here on Pressbox Radio every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon. Myself, Sarita, the NFL chick, KO, keeping us on the air. It's called The Football Show. We talk all things football, high school football, college football, NFL football. Of course, we lean a little bit towards the Ravens, but we'll also talk Baltimore sports and all sports in general. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon on the Pressbox Fantasy and Reality Football Show. The Pressbox Fantasy and Reality Football Show, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon, pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. Welcome back to Jobbing Out. Aaron Osher with A.J. Francis. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, with- you, you ruined it. Again, you guys are so terrible today. Yeah, you know, we, we've been working our By the way, I'm the main event. I'm Brock Lesnar, basically. He, he stole my gimmick. And Paul Heyman, I do not appreciate, I know that you're an avid listener of Driving Out, and I do not appreciate the fact that you stole my gimmick and had the audacity to say that wherever he goes, Brock Lesnar is the main event, like I'm not already the main event. It's terrible. I, I think you need to challenge Brock Lesnar to a fight right now. I, Brock Lesnar, okay, listen. I've challenged everybody to a fight, okay, a match. And I am not afraid to challenge you because I know that if it was me versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, I would go over. Why? Because I am the celebrity guest, and the celebrity guest always goes over. And because of that, I know that I can take 45 German suplexes. That's fine. But guess what? You know what you can't take is my finishing move. Nobody knows what it is. But I have at least 20 moves that I've created for when I become a wrestler, and I'm going to have the most illicit move set in the history of the business. So just know that when I come for you, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, that I'm coming and I'm going to get that W. You're lucky they scheduled Dean Ambrose and not me at Mania this year. That's all I got to say. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, unfortunately, Kevin Kelly, uh, this, the schedules got a little scrambled and uh, he wasn't able to join us. However, I do want to talk about uh, what's going on with Ring of Honor right now mm-hmm. and uh, New Japan. Coming up uh, this Friday night is their 14th anniversary pay-per-view. It's actually, it is a stacked card for that. That's something uh, I'm actually going to be working on. I'm unfortunately going to be working a Caps game, but the next day I'm going to be trying to find desperately because uh has a main event uh, for the ROH title, Lethal Colin O'Reilly, which is going to be a hell of a match. Where is it at? It's in Vegas. Oh, okay. Uh, it's in Vegas, so you have... Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens there. There's a lot of speculation that maybe... O'Reilly is the favorite? Actually, uh, Cole might be the favorite right now. There, there's speculation that with... Because a lot of the J- Japanese guys are also in the house, sure. including uh, the now kind of influx Bullet Club, that they might try to bring on Adam Cole as an honorary member and they would help him. And that's just kind of idle speculation. But uh, they're going to be there. The interesting thing, though, is just how much... Ring of Honor and New Japan are really intertwining with each other at this point. Ring of Honor had their Honor Rising shows last week. Uh, from all accounts, they were fantastic shows, had some great Japanese re- wrestlers, some great Ring of Honor guys go out there. And uh, the TV title was actually won. Uh, Roderick Strong lost it, and one of the New Japan stars, Tamahiro Tama Ishii, actually ended up winning that, which is the first time a guy who's, you know, as far as his partnership goes, the first time that a New Japan guy won and ROH. Not ever, but since they really started this That's a great business play by Ring of Honor because you know why? That means within the next, I would say, if not year, two years, somebody on Ring of Honor will be the New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion. Uh, wouldn't completely try, and you could you could make the case that that was the case with AJ Styles yep. with uh, that whole partnership, even though 
they were te- I think he was technically contracted to New Japan. He was also – I think the real question is how far – and it's something I really wanted to ask Kevin Kelly – is how far is this relationship going to go? Are we going to get to a point where they more or less merge and become a cross-continental wrestling company for – I believe that would pretty much be the first time that's ever happened. I couldn't imagine any other company really doing that. I mean, to me, it's a smart business move because – when you're competing with the WWE, and they everybody always says, "Well, we're not competing with WWE. We're real wrestling." But okay, whatever you say, bro. You're competing with WWE. It's the number one wrestling promotion in the world, even if they want to call it sports entertainment. When that's the case, you have to be able to do something completely different. And in the process, you have to be able to make business partnerships with people who feel the same way. New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor have guys up and down the card that can make fantastic matches seven days a week, twice on Sunday, and just like Stone Cold would say. And you have to understand that when you merge those two together, you're stronger together than you are apart. Because you, even though you guys are in the same field, you're not competing against each other necessarily. I mean, you you are to an aspect, but at the core of your competition is WWE, which is why everybody that uh, – how many guys from Ring of Honor and New Japan have come to WWE in the last 10 years? I mean, starting back with CM Punk. Right. I mean, it's it's been a long history of guys having great careers in Ring of Honor, great careers in New Japan, and then ending up in WWE because they're that good. When you have that kind of – competition that well, well we they just have more money than us so they can just pay the guys that we have more and we can't really begrudge guys for leaving getting paid more money you know right exactly when you have that situation you have to work together because now let's say six months two more guys from ring of honor get called up from wwe well guess what they're going to need two spots from new japan pro wrestling that can come over and fill those voids in crossover promotions. And, and vice versa. You yeah. know, New Japan is suffering with the loss of Styles and Nakamura. Absolutely. And so you can have Roderick You know, people are talking about how uh, with the Japanese crowd, Dalton Castle was the mo- one of the most over guys there. Michael Elgin actually just signed, uh, chose to specifically sign with New Japan okay. over Ring of Honor, which will be a nice and I like Elgin. Elgin. I've and, always and, liked Elgin. And he's so Even though perfect. he's built like a, a tin of Pillsbury Biscuits. But he can doesn't move like a potato. No, he does not. He's 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 an athletic big fella. I gotta love for him. So um, it, it'll just be. I'm very interested. That might be the number one kind of as far as the wrestling landscape goes. What comes of this partnership between? Do they just kind of keep it as is, where you know both will kind of fly back and forth for big shows, but they're still two distinct, or do they really try to intertwine? And um, I mean, the NWO was based off of an idea from Japan. Japan correct. So Japan has been doing these interpromotional rivalries for a long time. It's not crazy to think that they can, if they decide to merge, that they could do the same exact thing with Ring of Honor. Right. And it would make sense logically. It would make sense in the storyline. And it would make sense. And it would make great matches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just looking at the card, uh, this legitimately might be the show of the year in wrestling. Between that, I, I already talked about the triple threat match. Uh, Ishii is defending against both Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish, which should be a great okay. match for the TV title. Um, I love Roderick, by the way. Uh, he's been, he's him. been as far as as far as just I love him. As far as pure in ring goes, he might be have been the best wrestler in the world over the past eighteen months. I mean, I still prefer Finn Balor, but he is he is up there for sure. Yeah. Um, 
the I actually I got to speak to Kenny Omega uh, a couple days ago, and that's out on Rolling Stone right now. So check that out. But him and the Young Bucks, they have their new six man tag titles. They're defending it against um, probably the fastest team I've ever seen put together in my life. A uh, six-man team of Kushida, ACH, and Matt Seidel, the former Evan Bourne. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a ridiculous match. Uh, you have Okada versus Moose, which is going to be the battle—the battle of the greatest dropkick in wrestling. Moose, I know you. If you, I know you listen. You're an avid driving out fan, as is Paul Heyman. But uh, Moose, are you challenging him too? Uh, no, I would not challenge Moose because well, I, hey, that, that, that's a Demathic and Zaga thing. Though. I know, but, but also Moose knows. Me and Moose have a mutual friend, so. Moose, I hope I wish you all success, brother. I hope you, I hope you go out and I hope you win this match. I hope you don't ever lose. I hope they give you the the Rusev gimmick. Uh, Briscoe's teaming against Tanahashi and Elgin again, ridiculous. Elgin's great. Shelley versus Daniels, great. Mm-hmm. Um, War Machine versus All Night Express, which is a fine match, and that's probably the worst match on the card. <laughs> the <laughs> All Night Express. I never thought that they would still be in Ring of Honor when I first saw. Well, them, they're not. Well, they came back to Ring of Honor. Six you, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like I never thought that. When I first saw them at Ring of Honor, I didn't think that they would not be in WWE for long. I mean, they w- it wouldn't be long before they were in the WWE. But, I mean, they are fantastic, which is why I'm saying that. Yep. Same thing with the Young Bucks, though, and they're still there, so I guess. <laughs> they're, they're just making, honestly, as far as the Young Bucks, though, they're making too much money to go to WWE at this point. What do you mean? As in, they're making a lot more money than what they're being offered by WWE to come in. Oh, because wow. they're, they're one of the few guys who, between and their working dice... Uh, I don't know about working less. They gotta be. Well, and it's hard to say. How many shows can they do a week? Three. I mean, they as of last year before they signed with Ring of Art, they were doing three shows in a weekend in three different places. Three they, shows in a weekend? Yeah, they were doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it could be a doing a show in California, flying across, doing a show in Maryland, and then going up to New York for a I'm, third show. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but then what about during the week? I mean, half the time they're traveling through that because they're you know they're out in Japan. When they're in Japan, they're doing weekday shows and stuff. They were the busiest men in yeah, uh, wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you gotta yeah. get you gotta get that money, gotta get that paper. But um, yeah, I mean, the young bucks, it's all just men. And actually, uh, interesting thing. One thing, if you check out nothing else about the article, uh, Kenny Omega calls out the New Day and says, "It doesn't matter where, doesn't matter when. Like, we will go to WWE. We will work with you, WWE, if you put the New Day against me and the Young Bucks." Oh my God. I would pay so much money to see yes. that. Yes. And, and with NXT, Kenny Omega's fantastic. The Young Bucks are fantastic. And I don't have to sell the New Day. They're the best thing. I mean, that would be the best thing that could possibly happen. And with, you know, these oh, people. Oh, imagine if that was at Mania. See, I, I couldn't imagine it at Mania. But if you're telling me that, you know, with what they're doing with NXT, you know, kind of bring guys in for one-offs yeah. and stuff. There's no reason why they couldn't do that it's, it's with Raw not, or Mania. It, it's unlikely. Very unlikely, but they could but, do it. But with the way that things have been going, with James Storm doing a one-off, with you know these guys kind of just popping in and popping out, it's not impossible. And that's kind of a crazy thing. What was the name of the guy that wrestled uh, Apollo yesterday? I can't even remember his name. But he looked great. Oh, uh, it was um, the former Biff Busick. Yes. He's, he's, he's contracted. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, a one-off, yeah. yes. I can't remember. Uh, Chris Gerard, I think. Yes, is, yeah, yes. there it is right there. Um. But, yeah, so everything about Ring of Honor is great, and uh, hope they do well this weekend out yeah. in Vegas. And uh, I'm jealous of the people who are out there right now. Yeah, man. Um, people in Vegas, my money's on O'Reilly. He's fantastic. There we go. Uh, number two, we got the second uh, induction into, I guess, the announcement into the Hall of Fame, and it's the Godfather. The uh, Godfather. All aboard the Ho Train! 
I love this. Okay, I've already told the story about how I got suspended from school for wearing a hoe train T-shirt when I was a kid. This I loved the Godfather. I didn't understand what hoes were, and I didn't understand what a pimp was, but I knew that I loved. Pimping ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy, baby. And I knew that I loved the Godfather. Oh, that's what the see the shirt. The front said all about board the hoe train, and then the back said pimping ain't easy. That's why I got suspended. (laughs) But it it was like the Godfather's always been one of my favorite characters. When he came in the Royal Rumble, what was it? Two years ago or three years ago? Now, I think it was three at this point. Whatever year it was, he came in the Royal Rumble. I marked. Out when his music hit, marked out. Like it was so much fun to see him come down, even though he was in the match or what, maybe 15 seconds. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Well, that was the he came in, he was doing the strut, he got knocked over, laid on his feet, and then did the strut right. How many people can say that they now he did win the Intercontinental title as Godfather, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. But how like ninety five percent of what we remember of the Godfather is nothing to do with what oh, he yeah. did in the ring. Oh yeah. Even though he wasn't terrible in the ring, no, he was, was very was, good in the he ring. Was fine. He was but fine. he 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 was. He made himself a character yeah. that was so great that every person who remember can you I I can't name who he beat for the Intercontinental title. Can you? Um, my guess is it would either <laughs> good be, guess is probably Jericho, but <laughs> no, no, it, it would, I, I don't think it was Jericho. Cause I, I can remember the feud. He, there were a couple guys. He was feuding with Val Venus at yes. one point. He was feuding with the Blue Meanie. Um, it might have been the Blue Meanie that he beat for the Intercontinental title or Goldust, one of the two. Actually, you know what? I think that might have been it. It was, it was, he was feuding with Gold Dust, and he actually ended up being the Blue Meanie who had, like, showed up as Blue Dust or whatever. So, like that, and that's how he went. That might have been it. But he. Oh, that, Jeff Jarrett. That might have also been Jeff Jarrett. It was see, one that's of those. what I'm saying. You don't even, you can't even remember. But I can remember every time he came down to the ring with 20 scantily clad women, and he said, Now we can wrestle. Or. We can, me and you, we can have this match right now. Me and you. Or. You can take one, sometimes two. However many of these fine ladies. However many of these fine hoes I got around the ring, go to the back, and i win by count out. And it worked 95% of the time. It was pure genius. It was a way for him to not have to put toil on his body and still win matches. No one else has ever thought of anything like that. It's so absolutely perfect and i'm so happy for him i'm glad he's going into the hall of fame um i was worried that they weren't going to induct somebody black during black history month that would have been a blown layup that they missed yep. and they ended up doing it and it was great and i'm happy for him he made my top five list when we did top five favorite uh black wrestlers of all did time. he make your list i know he made my oh, list oh, but... the Godfather, yes. oh, did he? okay come on man i well, got kicked I... out of school <laughs> I, obviously he made my list but um, but yeah, I mean, so, some people are complaining. You know, he didn't do it. Whatever. The, the WWE Hall of Fame is a popular. It, it's yes. for the the induction ceremony. It's a popularity contest. You don't need statistics. Like Coco Beware is in there because of the fact that it's already sold out. Yeah, it, it doesn't. This year they're going to put in guys that I really think guys like The Godfather that maybe wouldn't have got in in many other years is going to get in this year because they don't have to sell it. Right. They've already sold right. everything. And, and not to say that everyone is going to be like, like you know, there's talk about the Freebirds, and the Freebirds are, you know, whatever year deserve you know to go who, in. You know who I would love to see go in this year? Would be Christian. Uh, I mean, he, it wouldn't be terrible. The, the question is, like, is Christian enough? I, think, I feel like some people might go out to see Christian a little bit, so they might just hold him back a little bit. I mean, it seems like, you know, they're going to try to do a, the Texas thing, so a lot of people connected with Texas. Uh, so you're going to have... But that doesn't matter anymore because it's sold out. That's my point. Right, I know. But I think they just like the idea of, hey, this is a Texas theme. So, you know, JBL will be... JBL's be a, good, a good one. Jackie, you know, That's for, a good one. for the 
and you know, I mean, that's the class right. If if that's the class right there, if it is Sting, the Freebirds, JBL, Jackie, and the Godfather, and you know, maybe one other just to throw. It could be literally be anybody. The Warrior Award or whatever. Yeah, that's a flying class right there. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's, I mean, oh, I, and you'll, you'll have a celebrity. Oh, oh yeah, obviously, you'll have. My, I'm my goal in life is to, if I don't become a wrestler, be inducted be, in the celebrity, celebrity wing. wing. Of the, the yeah. So, of like, that, that's a fine class right there. So, uh, g- congratulations to the Godfather. Congrats, brother. You deserve it, man. Absolutely. I, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about his speech. His speech yes. is going to oh be Oh, my great. God. I'm going to – are you going? I'm going. I don't know if I'll be going to Hall of Fame. It, it, it really depends who else they announce. I mean, I already paid for it, so I'm going. Right, exactly. I'm probably going to rent a tux. Just, just for shits and giggles. No, because I think, I'm, I think Dean's going to get me – I think he can only get two people in, which would be me and Earl, obviously. Gotcha. But uh, I think it's going. He's going to get. We're going to go to the before and after party. That's the plan. I don't right. know if we're okay. going to be able to do it. Oh, I'm sorry, Mojo. I yeah. apologize. Yes, uh, as a certain unnamed person. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. There. There's actually. I, I know you're going to kind of run. There's a really, really good indie show that's being set up at the same time as the Hall of Fame. I might try to go out to that one. Uh, it features some. I think Zack Saber is facing Chris Hero in that one, which is Chris Hero. I, that that's going to be a great match. But yeah. anyway, I m- might end up at that one. But who knows? I don't know. I'm yeah. kind of playing that one by ear. It depends who ends up. Um, the third one, you know, we've talked about Sunny a little bit over the past few months. She's kind of turned into a little bit of a train wreck, and she's uh, got the porno coming out and all that good stuff. Which I will absolutely not wink see. No, definitely not. I, I do not condone those sort of things. Yeah. I, I find it repulsive. It just degrades our society, wink. Absolutely. Um, but she's popped up again because on Pawn Stars, I, I don't, do you ever watch Pawn I've seen, Stars? Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen at least 30 episodes. About Have that. you really? Yes. I, I, can't, I don't know if I've ever seen, I, I see it's the, the au- only Pawn show, Pawn Store show that I've ever watched. Okay. I, I watch like the auction shows, like Auction mm-hmm. Hunters and stuff. I, I don't watch the Pawn shows too much, but, um, they announced that they were going to be – the teaser was a WWE Hall of Fame ring goes up for auction, and it turns out it's going to be Sonny's uh, Hall of Fame. Would you bid on uh, Sonny's Hall of Fame ring, do you think? Not Sonny's, but I would bid on one. I wouldn't bid on hers because it would never fit me, and it would just – I didn't like Sonny that much. If, I, if I'm buying it – You didn't to, like Sonny that much? I mean, not enough to bid on her Hall oh, of Fame ring. Sonny, I mean. She's fantastic, but – not enough to bid on her Hall of Fame ring. Like if if Ron Simmons decided that he wanted to put his Hall of Fame ring up for auction, I would bid on that, A, because it would probably fit, and B, because it's Ron Simmons. I mean, he's a, to me, he's that's a bigger name for a Hall of Fame ring than Sonny. I've, I've always felt weird about this. Like whenever, you know, I, I'll see a World Series ring go up or an MVP trophy, it's just like, I feel bad that, it, you know, if I were to bid on it or try to buy it, like, I'd be not profiting, but it would feel weird to me to, to buy something when someone's clearly selling it because they need the money. That's the thing, though. It's not always because you need the money. I know people that have sold their Super Bowl ring that didn't need the money. It's just they never – They never wore they it. Never they never like, care about example, it that much. I'm not going to say his name, but I know somebody that's been on four teams. He only played four years in the NFL. He was on four teams. He happened to win a Super Bowl – in one of those years, he was on that team for three months. Right. Like, he wasn't really – and okay. then after the season over, he was not on that team anymore. And he, he just didn't care he that much never about wore, it. And he didn't play in the Super Bowl. He didn't play in any of the playoff games. He never wore the ring, and he knew he could make 50 grand selling right. the ring. 
So right? yeah, I, I guess it depends on the circumstances yeah. whether it'll be. Now I don't know if that's. I don't know if. I mean, well, Sunny made a porno. So Sunny needs money. She made a porno, so she might need the money. But right. I, I don't necessarily have a problem. I mean, to be honest, if let's say my rookie, my soft, my second year in the NFL when I was on the Dolphins, but I was on injury reserve. I was on injury reserve, so I didn't play the whole year. I got injury reserve in a preseason. If, if we won the Super Bowl that you year, you would have gotten a ring. I would have got a ring, and I would have held it for a while. But I'm on Seattle now. I'll probably never go back to Miami. I didn't play in any of those games. I didn't play in the Super Bowl, and I know that I could make fifty grand selling that ring. I'd probably sell it. It doesn't change the fact that I won. I was on a Super Bowl winning team. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah. Well, hopefully she gets a good amount of money for yeah. that. Uh, I don't know if she'll get fifty grand. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I, it just depends. I don't see a Super Bowl ring being on the same level as a WWE Hall of Fame ring. No offense to WWE. If she got hey hey, if she got fifteen grand for that ring, people get Super Bowl rings every right. year. Five people get every year. Clearly, the, it should be more for the Hall <laughs> of Fame ring. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Um, so that brings us to the top five right now. Normally, all three of us will give it, but we, we were talking. We realized that you know, me and Glenn, I think two times already, have talked about. The returns that we'd most like to see. You've heard that up. You know that Shane was my top guy. You know that Kurt Angle is Glenn's top guy. What you don't necessarily know is uh, AJ's top five list. So I'm giving the top five to AJ to go five through one. If he's sitting in the crowd, what are who he would want to see return? Okay. Um, like I said, uh, I everybody on this list, I'm massive fans of theirs, and they have not been. I'll say the exact term, full-time wrestlers. Not all of them have been full-time wrestlers in WWE for a a period of years. So, to me, if they were going to – I'm saying they either come back – obviously, the first person on the list. Let's say you're in the crowd. I'm in the crowd. The first person – on this list, I don't, I don't want to be a full-time wrestler, but I would just love to hear his music hit if I'm at a show and I didn't know he was coming. It's Hulk Hogan, and Hulk Hogan to me is the even now, even now. I mean, let's be honest. Hulk Hogan said a terrible thing, and I am black, and he said terrible things about black people. But if every person who said a terrible thing about black people in wrestling or in sports or in the police force or in any walk of life got in trouble for when they said it, there'd be about twenty-five percent of the people that live that have jobs right now that could still keep their job. So I don't really begrudge him for that because I know that he. Even though he said these things and it was terrible and he said them, he shouldn't have said them, I don't truly believe that Hulk Hogan is a racist. Every person on earth has said things that they regretted saying that don't even reflect how they truly feel. You know, So to me, Hulk Hogan is the, in my mind, third biggest star in wrestling history, and I would love to hear Real American hit. I would love to hear that Jimi Hendrix riff hit, to be honest with you. I'd be cool with either Hulk Hogan that came back. If he came back as heel NWO Hulk Hogan because of what he did, I'd be cool with that too. I love Hulk Hogan. What, what if he came out to American Made? Then I would not be happy. Actually, American Made's a pretty decent theme. It's not that it's a bad theme. It's just not. It's, it's not the real third American. best <laughs> right. Hulk Hogan theme. It's not real American. <laughs> yeah. But American Made, like, you go back and you listen to that, it's like, wow. I would actually, actually prefer, really I, I'm not going to lie. I love real American, but I would absolutely mark out way more if I heard. Which you probably weren't for obvious reasons. Yeah, I would go absolutely batshit crazy. All right, number four. Number four um, is a guy that I think is going to be back soon, and he'll be a full-time wrestler when he gets back, and it's CM Punk. 
I love CM Punk. I love what he does as a person. I like how he makes fun of people on social media because I do the same thing. There's a lot of idiots on social media that feel the a lot of well actually Twitter people that are the most annoying people in the world. And I love that CM Punk absolutely pones those people. I don't like the way that he left. Um, it's unfortunate. I mean, but here's the thing. People complain about CM Punk leaving, but without CM Punk leaving, we don't have Daniel Bryan winning the WrestleMania main event in WrestleMania 30. So CM Punk leaving might have been the best thing that ever happened to Daniel Bryan. And all the people that complain about CM Punk don't remember that and don't understand that, well, he actually gave Daniel Bryan a spotlight, a chance for a spotlight, because it wasn't that wasn't the plan when CM Punk was still on the roster. Um. He's obviously great. I don't know if he'll ever fight in UFC. Do you think he'll ever fight? I think he will just because I think he's so determined, he's so headstrong that I think that even if it's even if it's one time a year who even knows if it's gonna be a year from now at this point. But he just he, he's not going to be willing to admit the fact that it's not gonna work out. So he'll yeah. do at least he'll do at least one because he's too headstrong. I would too. just I mean, best case scenario, he fights within the next year, gets knocked the hell out, and then decides Well he was he was supposed to and then he had to go time in for surgery. To go WWE. Um number three, personal favorite of mine, somebody I've always loved, and for an obvious reason, would be Stacy Keebler. If, yeah. <laughs> if Stacy Keebler came back, Maryland's own, by the way. Yes. If she came well, the back Ravens Yes. If she came back at WrestleMania after Sasha won, and then it was a one-time match the night after WrestleMania, Sasha versus Stacey Keebler, that would be the biggest markout moment of my entire life. I would not – I couldn't possibly be happier than that. Could, could you imagine if, like, they, they established the Divas Division, credible division, <laughs> and then Stacey like, – I love Stacey Keebler. Not exactly the most credible not, wrestler. No, she definitely was not the best wrestler in the world, but this is but why – But those I, legs. Yeah, oh, my God. I would just pay money to see her get in the ring one more time and get out of the ring one more time. I mean, it was, it was, it was great television. I'll just say that. Number two, um, a guy that um, I think – is I, I think it was only a matter of time before he gets back in WWE, even with the way he left. Um, it was Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, to me, Jeff Hardy was did more for wrestling, like did more with his body for wrestling fans than anybody who's ever wrestled. I mean, he nobody's Mick. ever did more. For, did Mick ever jump off of a jumbotron? He jumped off scaffolding. He, you know, he jumped, did he jump off of a jumbotron? Shane McMahon did. Yeah, and did Shane McMahon take a spear from the belt hanging above the ring in WrestleMania? Went through glass. Yeah, he did. But like I said, Jeff Hardy has done the most with his body for every aspect of it than anybody that's ever wrestled. The only person in his his category is is Mick Foley, and that's saying a lot. (laughs) That's saying a lot. So... What what Aaron? I, I I'm just you know. Go ahead and say Shane McMahon because he did something no, 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 four no, no, times. No 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying I, I don't I I per, I go on the Mick Foley because as you know Jeff Hardy did a lot. Jeff Hardy was never literally blown up by C4 explosives like Mick Foley was in the ring. No, uh, Mick Foley was also a buffoon, but that's true. <laughs> that doesn't deny the fact that Jeff yeah, Jeff Hardy did a lot. Jeff Hardy and that contributed to his downfall. Yeah, it did. It also contributed to the fact that he has way more WrestleMania moments than Mick Foley. Way more. Way more. Oh, yeah. Not, no, not even close. Yeah, I mean, because he doesn't really have a wrestle Other than, you know, his WrestleMania moment happened after he retired because it was the Edge thing. That yeah. was his WrestleMania moment. Yeah. 
Um, and number one, which is obvious to anyone who listens to me, is The Rock. And I, I thought s- you were going to say Teddy Long. Who's going to make this a tag team match, player? The, the tag team of Teddy Long and Vicky Guerrero. That's the top of my list. Uh, but the, the Rock, even though he does come back from time to time, he was just back, what, a month ago now? Two months ago? About a month. Um, he's not a full-time wrestler. And he, I would love for The Rock to do the tr- one day. He doesn't have to do it soon because he's making billion-dollar movies. And I understand that. It's all about your hustle. Get your hustle, Rock. But at the same time, I would love for him to get another Chris Jericho-type three- to four-month run in the WWE. It would be the best thing that happened to the WWE. It would. It would It would rejuvenize parts. Fans that don't care about wrestling at all, that don't watch wrestling, would watch to see The Rock on Raw every Monday night. Even if he came back just from Rumble to WrestleMania. Every Monday night, people would be tuned in to see what The Rock would do. And I think that would be a perfect way to set up Rock Brock, which is my odds-on favorite to main event WrestleMania 33, especially if WrestleMania 33 is in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know he's going to be in the main event. You know Brock's going to be in the main event if it's 33. Yeah, so, so if WrestleMania 33 is in Minnesota, it, to be honest, if it's in the Citrus Bowl too, it, it, that would is odds-on favorite. I mean, it's it's – it's the odds-on favorite as long as The Rock's not involved in a movie. Like that, that's clearly the match they want. That would be a fan. Do you not? Could you imagine oh. how many WWE Network subscriptions they would get? Yeah. But that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> again, assuming they can't get an Austin back. I, I do think Brock Austin would be bigger than Brock Rock as far as. I don't at all. I, j- just because you haven't seen Austin in 10 years. I don't care. The Rock has I, made billion-dollar movies. Stone Cold selling good beer, and he has a cool little TV show called Broken Skull Ranch where they do a lot of cool challenges and stuff, and he has the Stone Cold podcast, and all that's great. Don't get me wrong. Stone Cold's fantastic. And statistically speaking, he's the biggest star in the history of wrestling, wrestling being the key right. word. But the biggest star to ever come out of wrestling, without a doubt, is The Rock. Yeah. Well, and yeah. The Rock, The Rock being on the main event of WrestleMania would have more people tune in than Stone Cold. I, I think here's here's the thing. The Rock would draw in more, or not the Rock. Austin would draw in more of the like guys who kind of have gone away from like that match would get the people who watched so. him. You, you don't think so? No, I think it the would. Rock was in GI Joe. I, you're not, I, he was I, in Fast Furious. We're, we're kind of nitpicking here. I understand. That. I, I feel like though, if you're saying if you're telling the guy, you know, the guy who stopped watching in 2002, who you know maybe occasionally will go over to you know his friend's house watch WrestleMania something like that, but in general he does. You say Brock Rock and you know he'll get excited. Uh, no one's not getting excited for Brock Rock. You say Brock also. He's like, wait a second, hasn't Austin not wrestled in twelve years or whatever? Doesn't matter. You know, right. The Rock is without a doubt a bigger. The Rock was just a part. I watched Sirens <laughs> on USA. I don't know if anybody's ever watched the show. Hilarious show. Comes on after Raw sometimes. The Rock was a main fixture, even though he wasn't on the show. They talked about The Rock on the show as a main fixture of the show for for an episode. Like, for literally ten minutes, he was part of the conversation. The Rock is mainstream uh, no one, no one's pop arguing that culture. No, you are. You're arguing that Stone Cold would be bigger, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I mean, I'm not arguing that Snooki, when she wrestled, brought in a ton of people. And I'm not. What does that have to do with anything? Well, I'm saying that just because someone's mainstream doesn't necessarily mean they bring the mainstream to they they bring the viewers to WrestleMania. 
He's, he's going to bring you mean, viewers. You mean how The Rock has the number one WrestleMania buy ever? I understand, but how many of those were, were people? Ever? How many of those were people who didn't watch wrestling? There's no, how many of them were people that did? You, there's well, but no that's way what to I'm qualify saying. I'm saying, I, And I'm saying, my guess is as, my guess, and this is just a guess, because we, we will never know exactly, is that if you're talking about the, the people that you're going after, with a rock or when with rock, an Oscar, When Rock Brock is the, the new biggest WrestleMania buy, I'm not saying that The Rock Then The Rock will have the top two. Yes, you're right. And it'll be because he's the biggest star ever in wrestling. I'm saying, But I'm saying that the people he brought were the old fans. They, he brought the old fans. I'm saying that Austin, I think, could bring as many people and maybe a little more than The Rock. So you are saying that you think... So you don't don't try to no sit I'm the not fits. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm saying that don't try the, to sit the I'm fits. saying is the rock You're would, saying, no no I'm saying the rock would bring more people than anybody except Austin I think Austin would bring in more he would not I'm saying period I think it does that's why that's why longest yard doesn't have as many people buying tickets as but Fast I'm and not I, I'm saying the people who watch Fast and Furious but that's why not, the, but uh, the that's why Austin watch, doesn't have a movie with Kevin Hart coming out were, were the people who watch Kevin Hart the and who did not watch wrestling buying WrestleMania. Did they buy? Were they the ones who bought WrestleMania? I'm saying the people who brought. I'm saying the reason that he has the highest is that he, The Rock, had got more of the casual fans, but casual fans than anybody else. I'm saying Austin would get those same casual fans. I'm saying that the box office success, which is great for the mainstream because it allows them to get on other things, it doesn't get. You know, people weren't watching Rock Cena. Because he was part of Fast and the Furious, they were wa- the people who came were the people who loved The Rock back in the '90s, who who still were semi, at least at one point, wrestling fans. And I'm saying that you can't say that yes, the bigger mainstream star is The Rock, but those aren't the, that the mainstreamness is not necessarily the reason why the pay per view buys were so much. Yes, it is. Which is why they were who, both who on Good know, Morning America. Who do you know who watched WrestleMania who had never watched wrestling before because of The Rock? My wife. Next question. Well, she watched it with you. Ne- she ne- watched it with you. No, but she hadn't watched it with me any other time except live before that. Okay, I mean, if, if you, if I'm there, for all I know, there might be statistics out there that say, you know, 50,000 people who had never, ever watched wrestling in their life watched it because of The Rock. And if those studies, I, I will back down from that. But until those, until I see that, I, I believe that the, the optic was because of the casual fan, the 90s fans, the casual Your fans. argument is that a guy who... I'm arguing that the biggest that, star, that, the, that admittedly, the, guy the biggest star in the history of the, wrestling. The same guy who can't bring a million extra viewers to the WWE Network for his podcast show is somehow going to bring more viewers to WrestleMania than the guy who has a billion yes. people going to see his movies. I'm saying the biggest, as, uh, as you said, the biggest, the biggest person in wrestling. You said Stone Cold Steve Austin was... In wrestling. Yes. As far as merch sales, yes. yes. I'm saying the biggest guy in wrestling coming back would be bigger than The Rock. Yes. Definitely not. Okay. I mean, we'll, honestly, probably we'll never be able to yeah, find well, out. Yeah, you're right, because The because Rock will main event with Brock, and it'll be the biggest sell ever. ever. And, and I, then I'll be able to say, you're an idiot. No, Aaron. you won't, because until, unless you have both matches, Aaron. then you have no way. Okay. Anyways, job. This was dropping out. Uh, of course, this ended with an argument that no one could really doesn't, prove one way or another. It doesn't make sense that it, you believe this. It makes perfect sense. No. Uh, anyways, uh, what are you up to? Are you doing anything? You want to plug anything? I'm- um, I'm getting my master's. Uh, I'm working on a 40-page paper. Anybody who wants to help with that, uh, anybody who's an undocumented immigrant that would like for me to tell their story, they are more than welcome to contact me. Um, I need to interview one for my thesis paper. 
Um, I will leave your name out of it because, you know, I'm cool like that. And, you know, I got your back, and I always will. And I promise you that I always will have your back, even when Glenn's not here. Listen to that mayoral candidate, Ron. I always got your back, always. Even with Glenn not here, I had to carry this show. Like, always I carry this show. My back's getting tight from carrying this show. But I do appreciate all you guys that listen, and I would like to thank Aaron for being wrong on his argument and making me look so good. Uh, as far as me, uh, as I said before, I had an interview with Kenny Omega. Go check that out. It is an absolutely fantastic interview. He talks about, you know, everything that happened with the AJ and, uh, Anderson and Gallows leaving. Just kind of how he got into this role, how he almost left. He, he was thinking at the time about leaving New Japan and this kind of revitalized his career there. He talks, he challenges the New Day. He talks about WWE, talks about Ring of Honor. Um, just a lot of great stories there. So go check that out on Roll. He said, I should have another. Uh, interview coming out, and uh, it's someone. It's not Shane McMahon, but it's in the, in the same vein. So keep your eye out for that one. And all, as always, check uh, check me out on Rolling Stone. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Jobbing Out Show. You can find me, the A Oster. You are at AJ Francis four one zero. You can please subscribe, rate us on iTunes if you're there. Click on SoundCloud. Just get the word out. We're we're slowly moving up. Like we're we're getting more and more uh, listeners. With seems like with every show. So. Thank you so much to the fans for getting our name out there, but please continue to do so. And, uh, yeah, for Glenn, for AJ, for the main event, Vint, Vint. I'm Aaron. This has been Jobbing Out.